Hey everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for those looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I am a coach, learning and development professional, and a growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow. And hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we are going to look at what it means to have a growth mindset. We're going to understand how this can help us take on new challenges, achieve goals and overcome obstacles, as well as looking at some small changes that can really set ourselves up for success. So if you're ready, let's get started. After my last episode, it was great to hear uh, the feedback from people keen to take control uh, of their own growth and who were inspired to look at their development in a different way. On top of that, I also heard comments from people who were telling me about blockers that they have to their growth. Um, They have all these dreams, but they feel that they don't have the ability or the talent to ever make those dreams come true. And it always makes me just a a little bit sad when I hear that. Um, And I suppose it's because that is exactly how I used to feel. So if I go way back when in my life at school and in my early career, I very much thought that I had a ceiling. Uh, I I could see people around me who were more talented, more popular, more successful. And I had the belief that they had had something that I didn't. Um, So that allowed them to be better than me and more successful than me. And that was just my way in life. And it was a combination of of those reflections and the comments that I'd heard that that really inspired this episode, um, where we talk about the importance of a growth mindset. So hopefully if you've had thoughts like that or or you can resonate with that, by the end of today's episode, you will have a different and more empowering outlook. So to begin with, we talk about the term growth mindset uh, and its opposite, the fixed mindset. And these stem from the work of Dr. Carol Dweck, who is a psychologist and professor. And in her early research, uh, Dr. Dweck became fascinated by the difference in her students' attitudes towards failures. Why could some bounce back and others just really struggled? And her research is really, really fascinating. But what the core findings show was that people's ability to to bounce back was not about talent. It wasn't about ability or intelligence. Instead, it was actually their underlying beliefs about character, intelligence, ability. In short, it was about the mindset they were in. So when we look at the differences between those two mindsets, fixed mindset and growth mindset, we see that those in a fixed mindset have a tendency to believe that intelligence, uh, talent, ability are all fixed, that they're, they're static. It's not something you can develop. Quite simply, you've either got it or you don't. Um, they believe in the natural ability of sports stars. They believe that you either understand maths or you never will. Uh, and they believe that you're just born with the ability to sing. So why try and push yourselves beyond your limits? Now compare that to someone in a growth mindset. So these people who genuinely believe that anything is possible, regardless of the current skill set, they know they can improve. They know the importance of working hard and they know the importance of continuous growth. Before I started recording this episode today, I was was trying to kind of think about a good example to bring this to life. Um, I got sidetracked, as I always do, and and I ended up watching Monsters University. Um, Firstly, it's no surprise that I love that film. It's anyone who knows me knows that's exactly the kind of film that I would like. But what really struck me was... The fact that that film is actually a perfect example of the two mindsets. Sully has all the raw talent needed to become a great scarer. Uh, He was big. He was of a good pedigree. He could scare people easily. So why would he ever have to try? Why would he have to go outside of his box 
it was almost like he didn't believe that he had to. What he had was enough, and that held him in esteem and held him above other people, which is the, the quintessential fixed mindset. And next to him, you have Mike Wazowski, who didn't have the talent. Uh, he knew he didn't have the talent. He'd been told that he didn't have the talent. And he could have easily accepted that. He could have stayed in a fixed mindset and just stayed in his lane, but he didn't. His, his growth mindset took over, which meant he studied, he worked hard, he tried hard, he believed hard. He believed that growth is possible. And I think that is a great, great description of the two mindsets at work. You may now be thinking, am I a Sully or am I a Mike? Uh, and, and the answer is you're both. Uh, we, we all have both mindsets. And it's really important to, to understand that. Um, and it's important to understand that we can move between them based on the day we're having, uh, based on the situation that's in front of us. Uh, you could be someone who genuinely believes that intelligence is something that can be developed. Uh, if you work hard and you study, you can learn more, you can improve. But you could also be of a mindset, well, actually, something like being an artist, uh, that's, that's never going to be you. You either have that or you don't. There are people who can just pick up a brush and know how to paint and have a fixed mindset approach to that. So it's important to recognize that we have these mindsets. Uh, everyone can have them. And as we go through the episode today, you may start seeing uh, almost good examples of people either in your life or actually examples of things that you've done yourself. So with that introduction into the different mindsets, I, I just kind of wanted to, to share some impact statements or areas of impact that each mindset can have on us. And more importantly, our ability to grow. And as I talk through these areas of impact, you're going to kind of see actually the big difference about how having a fixed mindset or having a growth mindset can really set ourselves up for success in the future. Uh, and the first area of impact that we look at is how each mindset triggers our behavior. So each mindset teaches us a different way or a different desire in how to act. And for those in a fixed mindset, the, the inherent desire is to look smart. So that they will focus on results, on success, uh, on power, and that they really kind of shine a light on why they are the best at what they do. They need to be validated for their current ability, and they certainly don't want someone challenging that, or even worse, someone realizing maybe they're not perfect and they have flaws. Uh, and you often see that people in a fixed mindset, not only do they highlight how they're outperforming others, but at times, it, it's even to detriment to other people. And as I say this, this is not always a, a conscious choice. Um, it's not malicious and it's not always deliberate. This fixed mindset approach is actually a learned behavior. And it could be something like self-preservation. So people could think, I can't afford to let anyone see any deficiencies, otherwise I may not get that job. Uh, or if, I, if people don't think I'm as good as I am, then maybe I'll miss out on an opportunity. And there are even environments that create this fixed mindset culture. If you think about uh, high-powered sales jobs where the sales numbers are more important than anything else, um, or even some schools uh, where the grade, that, that's the be-all and end-all. It doesn't matter what you learn, how you learn it, it is that grade at the end. And sometimes those lessons do stick with us later throughout our lives. Now compare that to those in a growth mindset where their core desire, their, their core motivation is to learn and improve. They know they won't always have the answers or the skills or be top of the class, but that doesn't matter. What matters is their belief that with the right effort, they can get the answers, they can get the skills and they can get to the top. They know the mantra that to fail is to learn and they welcome every new lesson. And you see that it's more about the journey, less about the end goal and more about the journey. 
So with the knowledge of how our mindset impacts our behavior, we can now look onto other areas of impact. Uh, and our second one is all about how we deal with challenges. So I'll ask you the question, how do you respond to challenges? Uh, do you embrace them or do you hide away? Are there challenges that you really back yourself to succeed at? Whilst others you think you're, you're never gonna get there, so why even try? And a secret to think about, and it's, it's really important to understand, when we think about challenges, talent or ability, it, it's almost irrelevant because what really makes the difference is our mindset. So again, what really makes a difference in our success of challenges is our mindset. Why would someone in a fixed mindset try something new if there is a good possibility they will fail? So if someone sees them fail, will that make them vulnerable? Then from a work perspective or an ego perspective or a self-esteem perspective, why would they put themselves out there? Um, But you can start to see actually how does that limit people's growth just for that self-preservation approach? And compared to those in a growth mindset, they're far more likely to embrace challenges. There is a genuine belief that they can develop and they can improve, so they know that challenges make them better. And when you put yourself in an environment to learn, to develop, or even to fail, there is so much growth that can come from it. And as, as I talk about that, I, I reminded of uh, a story from early, but early in my life when I was at school. And actually, it was a comment that was written in my uh, Leavers book. Now, for anyone who didn't have a Leavers book uh, at school, it was just in the last week or so of school, people wrote comments in your book to say, oh, this is how much I'm going to miss you and tell you the things that they never would dream of telling you any other time. Uh, But there was one comment that really stuck out uh, and it was something along the lines of, I I always remember you, Kev, playing football with the rubbish kids so you could rule the game. Um, And that was true. (laughs) Of course it was. Um, But as I think back to that, that was a fixed mindset that put me there. I was too afraid to play with the the kids who were better at football for fear of looking silly, for fear of failing, for fear of being the worst player there. And that is purely acting out of a fixed mindset. And I think of it now, it's like if I had pushed myself to play with those more talented kids, how much better would I have been? I would have learned new skills. I would have been really pushed outside of my comfort zone. Um, And I think, you know, I'm not saying I would have ever reached the top. Um, But it's just one of those things and it just kind of thinks, actually, the more I think back through my life, where has a fixed mindset held me back in terms of new challenges? Um, And it's it's something that I invite you to do as well. Have a think back through your life and just think, actually, where has a fixed mindset held me back? Um, As we move on to our third area of impact, we we look about the obstacles that we may face. Um, And this was the almost the foundation of Dr. Dweck's work about how well do people handle obstacles? How do we react when, when times get hard? Um, and generally, you can predict that there's two ways that we react. We, we either persist uh, or we just give up. And I'm sure you can guess which mindset is linked to which one. Um, when we act from a fixed mindset, we, we do tend to give up more, even to the point where we can actually get quite defensive. When we see obstacles, it's almost like someone is telling us that we're not good enough, that they're challenging our competence. They're challenging our need to look smart. So we need to show people that we are good enough. Um, So we highlight everything about how great we are and why we don't have to overcome the obstacles. If we don't overcome the obstacles or we don't try to, how could we possibly fail? How could we look anything less than what we are? Whereas those over in a growth mindset know that obstacles can be overcome. They know that growth is learning. They they know that everything you get from overcoming an obstacle is invaluable. Um, And I, I think I challenge you now, think back to an obstacle in your life that you've overcome. Was it a problem at work that you had to find a solution for? 
Was it a, a breakdown in a relationship that you wanted to solve? Uh, solve rather. Um, was it a new way to look after your mental health? Then ask, how did you feel when you overcame that problem? I'm gonna take a guess, it felt pretty good. But where we talk about the growth mindset, it's not just the end goal, it's not just about overcoming that challenge and feeling good, it's about the journey. And what did we gain from the experience? The chances are we, we would have learned new skills, we would have tried new theories, uh, had new ways of working, improved our problem solving skills. In, in short, you would have put the effort in and reaped the rewards. And that is the difference in mindset when we look at challenges. And as I talk about putting in the effort, that, that leads us on to our fourth area of impact as well, which is about the effort that we put into things. And the effort to approach between the two mindsets is, is so vastly different, it's unreal. When someone who believes that talent is fixed, they believe that you can't get any better, can't get any worse, you're just that. Why should you need to try? Why is there a need for effort? It's, it's not, it's often seen as a waste of time. If you're good at something, it's, it's gotta be easy, right? Well, when you think of examples, sports is, the, is, is a great analogy to use here. Sports is full of people who started their careers in a fixed mindset. Um, we hear stories about people who had the talent, they could walk rings around other people. Um, they just found the game so easy. So why should they try hard? And then generally that's followed up with comments such like they were a wasted talent or they could have been the best in the world, but they just didn't put the effort in. And then compare that to people or sports people with growth mindsets, the greatest of our time. Think of Michael Jordan, Venus Williams, Tiger Woods, Mia Hamm, all incredibly, incredibly talented people who put the effort in and got to the top. And not only did they get to the top, but they stayed there. And when you listen to interviews, it's all about the effort. They know that they had to work hard. They know that they had to, even if they were number one in the world, had to step up every day and work hard to maintain that. And if sports isn't your thing, and I mean, as I, as I talk about sports, you may not be relating to it. Something I'm sure we can all relate to is relationships. And you can see the different mindsets appear because there are comments like, if a relationship is meant to be, it will be easy. There won't be any need for effort. And on the other end of the spectrum, you'll, you'll hear people say things like, well, any relationship requires effort, or at least the ones you want to keep anyway. And you can just see that you may be hearing those words spoken by yourself or someone else, but that just shows you the difference between the mindset. That the relationships that you really want to keep are the ones you put effort in. They're the ones that you really want to focus on. And yet again, think back to your own paths. Um, there may be relationships in your past where either one of you or the pair of you haven't put the effort in and it's just broken down. And I'm not talking just intimate relationships. It could be with your friends as well. Um, there's always one person who's texting, always one person who's reaching out. And you begin to question, well, actually, why is this effort just coming one way? Am I not valued enough? So it's a really important thing to think about there. Uh, as we do that then, so that, that's how many areas? That's four areas of impact we've done. So if we look on to our fifth one, it's how we deal with criticism. Now, that word itself has such negative connotations. Uh, it's harsher than the word feedback because it, it tells us, uh, or it suggests rather, you're just about to tell us something we're doing wrong. Um, we all face criticism. We, we face it at work, at home, uh, in relationships, even with our hobbies. But how do you deal with it? Uh, and one thing that I, I've kind of never hidden away from, I've always been very open, is my previous ability uh, to deal with criticism. Uh, I, I was terrible, and I mean terrible. Uh, my reactions were always ridiculous. They, they, they just got worse as well with the, the closer someone was to me. 
I would range from being uh, dismissive and petulant to almost being quite argumentative and even nasty at times. And I can pinpoint the reason, the reason why I took it so personally, uh, and I took it as a personal attack, because I heard criticism as someone saying that I was not good enough, that me, the person I am, everything I stand for is not good enough. And when people are in a fixed mindset, that's the attack that, that, that they hear. And I speak from personal experience, that is what we hear because we don't believe in growth. We don't believe that we can actually develop. It is the person you are, everything you stand for is wrong. But if you compare that to how I, can, how I receive criticism now in a growth mindset, I know that I can grow. I know that I can learn. I know that I can develop. So when I hear criticism, it's not always going to be nice. It's not always going to be pleasant to hear. But I have to look for the messages in there. I have to look for the lessons in there. I know that there is something that can help me. So I'll take what I want, I'll take what I need, and I will use it. It's almost like I take the ego out of the situation and I can just see it objectively. So when you're in a growth mindset, the chances are not only are you more open, but you use the criticism. It's fuel to make yourself even better. Um, and it's worth noting as well, a, a side note here, where we talk about mindset, it, it doesn't just impact how we receive criticism, but it also dictates how you give criticism. And that's quite important. When you give someone criticism or feedback from a growth mindset, you are doing it to be constructive and supportive to really help someone become better. But likewise, if you are in a fixed mindset and you give criticism, why are you doing that? What, what do you think is the purpose of you giving that feedback? Do you, you don't believe that people can change, so surely may, we may just be doing it to, to make yourself feel better and to knock them down. And that leads into our, our sixth and final area of impact, which is all about your approach to other people's success. Now, this is one of, the, one of if not the hardest parts of, of, of coming out of a fixed mindset, um, because that mindset tells you there can only be number one. And that, that's a statement we hear so often. It's all about the best. You're either the best or you're part of the rest. And if other people succeed, that means you're not. And, and that can be hardwired us into an early age um, and it has so many different forms as well. Um, these, I, if I think about things that I've heard in the past, oh, so-and-so got a promotion. Uh, that's terrible. I'm clearly the best person for the job. They were obviously just in with the right people. Um, I know people who have got, uh, say, for example, an A on a test. Uh, and someone's either said, well, it's not an A+, plus, or it must have been an easy test. And when you're in a fixed mindset, these thoughts you have, they, they, they don't sound malicious. They don't sound angry. It just... That's what you generally think the way of thinking is. But just saying them out loud, when you hear them, it's like, oh, oh wow, they, they, they sound a bit petty. Almost sounds an element of jealousy. And when we look at viewing people's success from a growth mindset, what do we see? What do we do? And instead of jealousy or a sense of injustice, um, we look to those people almost for inspiration. We learn from them. They are the people who are hitting goals. They are the people who are living their dreams. So what can we learn from them? Now, I don't mean copy them. I, I'm not saying that at all. So please don't think I am. It's important to do things your own way. But instead, look at their journey. Look at what they did to succeed. Take inspiration from that. Take inspiration from their journey. There's a reason that we all love a rags to riches story. It's because it's inspirational. We love the idea of someone putting in all the effort and reaping the rewards. So when you're in a growth mindset, celebrate their success, because when you do, you're not just celebrating the fact that they reached their goal, you are celebrating a growth mindset. So now we've looked at six areas of impact that our mindsets affect. So literally just the difference between a fixed mindset, 
and a growth mindset can impact our base desires. It impacts how we embrace challenge and how we overcome obstacles. Uh, we know the importance that effort plays and the value of criticism. And we know about the difference in sharing the joy of success. But why does it matter? And for me, it's all about empowerment. When I talk to people about their, their dreams or their goals, um, people will tell me stories like they'd love to be able to run a marathon, they'd love to be able to sing, start their own business, paint, you name it, uh, talk about their perfect jobs. And when they talk like that, I see their faces light up and you just see joy in people's eyes. They know what makes them happy and they'd love to be able to do it. But then the fixed mindset robs them of that. And you can see it. it it's like someone sat on their shoulder just whispering in their ears, I'll behave. That could never happen to you. Pipe down, just settle for what you've got, stay in your lane. And the reason why I'm so passionate about the growth mindset is because it can take that power back. And remember, the point of this whole episode, uh, the point of a growth mindset is to give you the power of your own development. That's what we aim to achieve for this podcast. That's what we aim to achieve for this episode is to give you the power of your own development. No matter what you want to achieve, no matter how big your goal is or how small your goal is, when you are in the right mindset, amazing things can happen. And when you recognize that that fixed mindset is holding you back, is robbing you of those dreams and those goals, you're just inspired to take action. And when you take action, you reclaim that power. And once you've got that power back, that, yet again, is when you are truly free to grow your own way. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. So I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it took some valuable points away. Uh, and one great thing about strengthening your own growth mindset is that you're able to support others on their journey too. Um, so if you do know someone who's maybe spends a little bit more time in the fixed mindset, why not start a conversation with them uh, or even recommend this podcast to them? And if you do want to learn more about uh, the subject, I would strongly recommend Dr. Carol Dweck's book, which is called Mindset. Um, as always, I'd love to know your thoughts. So if you want to find me on LinkedIn, you can share your, your stories with me. I love hearing success stories and I also know how to deal with criticism now. So any feedback is welcome. I'd also be great if you could rate this podcast and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, but for now, I would like to say thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I hope you all stay safe and well and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye. Goodbye.